the mother flipping Luke and Pete show. Welcome to it. This is your Thursday dose. Think of the Monday dose as being your first vaccine. Uh, and the second one, <laughs> kind of wrapping things up, giving you that little bit of extra protection from other inferior podcasts. Is that fair to say, Lukey? Yeah, and the um, the battery section is the booster shot. <laughs> the booster shot, yeah. Yeah. Mm, um, yeah. Everyone, everyone, no, one's, no one's doing COVID anymore, are they? It's all been... Um... Still been well, we, down we, like, the UK are kind of like market leaders and going, ah, bother that. <laughs> so you can't, you can't. Uh, if you don't test, you don't find. I no, but also, it. also, isn't it not just the case that um, people, are, people in power are like, right? I mean, we need to come make sure we keep up these distractions because if mm. they focus on the shit we've really been up to, we, <laughs> yes. you know, it's, it's a. Let's be fair, it's a shit show. So everything that we do is crap, and we do it yeah. wrong, and in some cases we do it in a way that's probably not entirely fucking above board. So mm. um, let's just keep trying to generate headlines. That's very, I mean, that's very fair of you, I think. <laughs> I think that's very fair of you indeed. But if they want people who can generate headlines without even trying, uh, regular listeners yeah. of this show will know all they need to do is pick up the phone to Pete Donaldson. One eight hundred. Just type in one eight hundred Donny on your phone, mm. and that goes through to that special red phone you've got in your apology cabin. Yep, and you can help them out with whatever they need. Any anything you want, or you could just email a show. I could probably do it that way as well, to be honest. No, you don't read those famously. Oh yeah, no, it's the <laughs> so last thing I want to be doing. <laughs> You'll never get to be that. Yeah. Way. Anyway, yeah. what's been going on, Pete? What have you been up to? Oh, loads of stuff, Luke. Watching more Peaky Blinders. How's the of, neighbourhood? Uh... How's the neighbourhood? You know what? Are you going to try yeah, and start fine, like yeah, a little we're... vigilante group now? Went for a bit, went for a bit. I mean, you can't attack the wind, however much you try. Um, I uh, we went to the I, there's this pub that uh, the the men in the the men in the neighbourhood are trying to make uh, trying to get me in, involved in buying. Uh, called Hang Harry. On. Whoa! Hang on, steady. So you're going to get a part share in a pub? <clears throat> well, I, I mean, I've made it clear that I won't because I've seen people have owned pubs. And You've got the money insane. though. Oh, bloody don't. You've got the money. How much do they want? How much do they want? How much of a share do you have to get? Well, I mean, more than I can handle, I imagine. It seems like an expensive... Well, I mean, it's a big building with a, with a flat above, um, and it's a nice little pub, but um, it's in a slightly obscure location. Uh, no, nobody seems to frequent it, apart from bad boys. Who's had the big, <laughs> but, um, who's had the big idea for it, then? I, I think that's uh, that's a project that everyone in the neighbourhood wants to get involved with eventually. Um, but in the same oh, you'll way... definitely do it. You'll get press. You'll you'll attend some meeting out of out of a sense of duty, and you'll get press ganged into giving up probably a oh, decent, yeah. decent yep. five figures. We'll have to rather than be yep. awkward. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, you, no, I think I you'd be good at it, mate. You don't drink I to excess. Agree. I just always i I remember um, Alex Zane from the um, excellent Stack podcast, uh, Clash of the Titles. He wanted uh, about ten years ago to buy a bar because, and I quote. Um, I can just I can just uh, drink and I can dance on the table in the pub, and I was like, Alex, have you just been told not to dance on a table in yeah, a pub? Yeah. And you've said I'm going to buy a pub and then I'm just going to dance on the table. I think it's like that, really. Um, I think uh, if you have a vested interest in a pub, you're allowed to just stay in the pub all the time, aren't you? And I and I and I've I, I used to go out with a, a, a girl who um, her, her dad owned a pub. Yeah, um, Kent, I wouldn't right? say. I think he'd be the first. I think he'd be the first to say that he's not a natural natural uh, publican, um, and it, it just seemed like a lot of stress for for very little reward, especially in these days where pubs have never been less popular or more popular. I don't know. It's it just it, sky's too expensive. Chefs are too flighty. 
Pete, let me let me just stop you there, right? I'm talking. I'm talking like I'm actually a publican. So yeah. You know, water rates are too high. Energy's too high. I think high. it's important for us to point out at this stage. You someone's know- torn the fucking felt on the pool table. <laughs> you know nothing about this. So stop no, pretending, I stop pretending that you this. do, just, and just take a beat because I want to ask you <laughs> how this has come to pass. Right. And what role they want you to play. Because if it's just like you look at it and you go, oh, it's like a nice pub. These guys seem to know what they're doing. I reckon mm. we'd do all right out of this. And all I need to do is put down X amount of money. Yeah. I think, n- not entirely from selfish reasons, but maybe 90% of my own selfish reasons, I think you should do this. Luke, we both invested in a, in a Nigerian film. <laughs> that, that is something that happened, yeah. <laughs> So I don't think either of us. Uh, I don't think our, our level of levels of investment over the years. You know, we've all we've all fallen foul of like a yeah, yeah it's a good it's a good decision, and it was a good decision at the time. But um, you sort of look at this pub thing, and I sort of go, I just don't think I'm. I just I just don't think I'd be offering anything. I think. Um, but what pubs... role do they want you in though? They might just want your money. Oh yeah, no, I, yeah, because they can't afford it themselves, can they? So, I, I, but I don't think they know that I don't have any money, so it's fine. <laughs> So I don't have any money. Have you, big tax you, bill. Have I don't spent, have any money. I'm skint. Have, have you spent all your money? I've spent all my money on a house. I bought a house. Oh, of course. I've just yeah. bought a house, guy. I can't, guys, I can't buy a pub now. You've got to give me a few years to, to feather my nest. All I'm saying is, on behalf of everyone listening to this show right now, just go to the meeting. <laughs> just go to the meeting. Is there a meeting? I just, don't, be a meeting, I just right? fear I might be ostracised if I don't invest in this pub, that's all. Yeah, but I mean that won't happen because if you if you if you feel like that when you're in the meeting, you definitely will invest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, that's I'm an easy mark. I am a mark. What's I will a, actually... Describe the pub. Have you been in it? What's it like? I have been in it. It's very. Um, they've sort of. It's just a norm. It looks like a normal kind of council building out, out from the outside, almost like a flat roof pub from the outside. And then, but the roof's quite nice. Um, and then inside, they've sort of painted it like a fake Tudor, like white and black posts kind right. of thing. Right. Um, What's I the name think of it? As a duke. I think there's a jukebox it's called the Harry on uh, on on, That's a on, weird on name for a pub. London Road. Yeah, it is a little bit, but um, it's kind of tucked away. Um, people don't really know what's there. It's in between some some shops and a school. Um, yeah, it's 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 strange. It's it's near a couple of like sort of housing estates, so maybe that was the thinking. But um, I just I just think the location is makes it folly personally right keep us po- keep us posted though because that's I'll an interesting development like, so, uh, I'll keep you posted are the other yeah. guys involved serious about it are they I think so yeah I, I might I might uh, invest but only if we get a Robin Reliant <laughs> and we post it outside and we have a bar a bar that uh, constantly lifts up and down like a like a, a yawning a, a yawning jaw of a of a crocodile um, yeah you sort of dive in it if you want Bit of mini golf yeah. in the back garden. Mini golf. Why would you have mini golf in the back garden? Why not, mate? Just fucking let, your, let right. your imagination run, run wild. You're bloody there, right. There, there is yeah. a chance, isn't there, here, that if you do get involved and you get outvoted on the theme of the pub, you may have end up with a part ownership in a, a theme pub. I'll have to uh, wear a flat cap with a razor blade in it. Yeah. And uh, You started yeah. doing that anyway. Started. <laughs> um, speaking of like local neighbourhood things, right, um, the Wi-Fi I have access to... Um, mm added me to our local neighbourhood WhatsApp group. Like it. Yeah. And yeah. what the, the arrangement which we had that I thought worked quite well mm. is that I've always been pretty neighbourly. You know me, I don't mind a conversation. Yeah. I'll you know, I'll I'll help out if people need me and all that kind of stuff. I'm fairly friendly. I know all, we know all our neighbours, really. 
and um, mm. you know when that car crashed outside our house, we were all out there, and I kind of knew everyone who was out there, so I, I kind of do do my bit. But um, Mimi would be on the WhatsApp group, and she would kind of stay across the the, the street news, as yeah. it were, as you know, as far as that news actually goes, which I'll come on to in a minute. But then I was like asking her. I think what I did is I crossed the threshold of asking her one too many questions, and she just thought, "Fucking stop asking me questions. I'm just going to add you to it." And she added me to it. <laughs> now I know I can leave at any time, but of course there's a stigma that comes attached to that, right? They mm. would have seen my name on WhatsApp, probably know who I am, and if I leave straight away, they think, "Oh, what a grumpy bastard." But the thing is, they're all just obsessed with like the idea of burglaries. Right, okay, the very idea of burglaries, yeah. So it's just like, oh, I saw... Literally, mate, I'm not trying to you know, tempt fate or anything here. And, and you know, obviously burglary is a terrible thing to happen to someone. I've, I've been a victim of it myself, not here, in the different place where mm. I lived. So it is an awful thing, and I'm not kind of begrudging people being frightened of it. But it's got to the point where they'll literally be texting each other on the group saying, oh, I saw two men on the corner of the street the other night talking. And it's like... It's London for crying yeah, out loud. Well, what, what You're you going to see men on the street. Yeah, they're not going to be talking... I mean, what, they're not going to... It's very unlikely. Never say never, but it's very unlikely they're going to be saying, oh, nine o'clock tonight at on number, number 120. <laughs> It's not, really, it's not, we're not living in a fucking real-life home alone. You know I mean? I'm really horny for burglary tonight. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you. What do you want to do tonight? I don't know. I thought I'd just do a burglary. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I just don't think it happens like that. Yeah. And so, since, since the youth centre closed down, I need to do some burglaring. They, happen, they, happen, they just happen to be like obsessed with that. And they're also obsessed with... There's a potential development happening. Um, and I got a letter. For, I got a little leaflet for the letterbox about it. And I kind of looked at it briefly. I thought, I, you know, I don't actually care about this. Uh, yeah. So I chucked it in the bin. And that's kicked mm. off on the WhatsApp group. I looked mm. at it the other day. It's about. It's about a fucking mile away. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why people are so upset about it. It's literally like yeah. a mile away. And and I I, I I naturally recoil from these i this idea of that not in my backyard not in my backyard type attitude. Yeah, because yeah, if yeah, someone yeah. says right, right, they're building some flats at the bottom of that street, and they're building some flats at the top of our street, and I don't think it's right. It's like, well, look, let's not get into the kind of the, the ebbs and flows of the uh, of the of the housing market and how fucked it is. But you know, people do need to live somewhere. Like, we do <laughs> need houses, right? So, what are you saying that you're content for it to happen like twenty miles away, but you're not content for it to happen here? I don't know. Yeah. The houses might be nice. The people who move in there might be nice people. They might really kind of contribute to the, the local fucking neighbourhood. You know, you don't know this just because it's mm. new doesn't mean it's automatically fucking bad. Anyway, well, the, the last the last sort of few weeks for for Leon C has just been, um, is this someone's cover from their hot tub? Because obviously, and with the winds over the, oh, blew uh, it all over away, the past yeah. years, the storms blew it all away. So it's people trying to reunite each other with the tops of water butts. Uh, hot tubs. What a bougie um, chat that is. People trying to find, uh, yeah, because like, it's, it's, if you go to like a Wix or you go to like any kind of like home furnishings thing, all these inflatable bloody hot tubs and stuff. It's a big Do thing. Do people isn't it? really like hot tubs all that much? I can take a bath for like five minutes and I've got to get out of it, mate. I tell you what. Speaking of that, so the house we grew up in um, is, you know, it's a small house in a rough neighbourhood in Gosport, which is a rough fucking town. And yeah. it was lovely. I wouldn't show you anything about it. I really enjoyed it. But, I mean, looking back on it now, fucking hell, it was rough, right? Yeah. And the house we grew up in went on sale. So, oh, right, okay. And my sister's an estate agent. Um, so I said, oh, we should go and look around it and stuff. Anyway, we, could, we couldn't. We couldn't. We couldn't get the dates to work, and it got sold quite quick. But we found the, mm. the listing online. 
and it had been decorated really nicely and stuff. And it was kind of a little bit poignant in a way, because obviously you remember it how you remember it, and now it looks completely yeah. different. But I cannot stress to you enough, this is like a terrace, like a two-up, essentially a two-up, two-down like terrace in um, in a you know probably a lower half of you know of, of Gosport, which is a rough yeah. old town. And um, fucking went through the listing, right? The garden, which is obviously wasn't very big. Fucking hot tub in the garden. What? I couldn't believe it. I felt that's a dis- uh, to me that's a disgrace to our memory. That's what a disgrace to our working class memory. <laughs> I don't doing? think it's. I don't think a hot tub is necessarily like a like a big big thing anymore. People just buy them, you know, like they'd buy well, a hot cup of coffee. <laughs> I called my sister up and I was like, first of all, how have they got that in there? She's like, I've got no idea. I have no idea how they got that in there. <laughs> Mad. But I mean, I, I guess there's obviously, when you say hot tub, it's obviously mm. not like a plumbed in, like proper jacuzzi, right? You can just buy it and you fill it up and it yeah. and it kind of recycles the water around and you put a cleaning thing in it. I've, I've been in those before. So I guess they're not that big a deal. No. But yeah. it's quite funny, the idea in your neighborhood of all these kind of... Um, these hot tub lids just flying all around the place. Because when, when that storm happened a while back, you sent me a video of a wheelie bin going mental. I thought it was a Photoshop. Yeah, I, I, I think a lot of people were sort of said it's a Photoshop. You, you do sort of have to go, look, I think with a lot, of, um, a lot of like bullshit on YouTube and Instagram and stuff, you sort of go, right, why have they done this? Um, who would have the time and the inclination to do this? Um, yeah, that's what you mean. But, but, but that said, a lot of people do for no good reason yeah i don't i don't understand the motivation of it yeah i don't understand the motivation of why you would do it it just looked too it looked too stylized cool it looked too cool obviously obviously what has happened at some point is a wheelie bin has gone through the air in that in a storm so i'm not saying yeah. it's so unbelievable that it could never have happened but it just seemed a bit odd uh, anyway pete should we take a quick break because we've got to get through some battery brands and some emails so it might be worth having a break a little bit earlier and then um, when we come back we will go through uh, our usual Thursday caper. I'm just looking through the um, battery brands now. We've got some really interesting names. We might have a few new players here, um, but but stick around and and uh, we'll we'll let you know after this. All right then. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Welcome to Eureka, the show that gets under the skin of science in a good way. I'm Rick Edwards. And I'm Dr. Michael Brooks. Not the kind of doctor who'd be able to help much if you were having like a heart attack. But if you're wondering about quantum physics or the theory of matter, he's your man. Well, probably. Every week we're asking a new puzzling question from the world of science and discovering the answer with the help of a world-leading expert. Like, will we ever talk to animals? They are definitely talking. You know, that's, again, a word that I would qualify because we usually mean that vocally. But in their own ways, they're talking to us every single day. Our face transplants, the future of cosmetic surgery. Given that range of what's considered attractive, there's probably no point wanting to change your face to be more attractive if you follow science. And should we fear an alien invasion? 
if an imperialistic drive brings uh, other civilizations to us, then obviously it's not good news. But if it's scientific exploration, it may be good news. If you're interested in learning a little bit more about the weird, magnificent world around us, then this is the show for you. Eureka. Subscribe now and find us on Twitter at EurekaPod. New episodes every Wednesday. Eureka is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. We're back with Luke and Pete Shaw. Every single Thursday we go through your favourite and found battery brands. We need photographs. We need video evidence. Not Photographic video. evidence. Not video. Well, you can video them if you want. Yeah. Why do we <laughs> do this? This has so become a, it's become a thing, but why did we even do thing. this? We sort of started this. Um, it's been running about as long as the Luke and Pete show. I think it's fair to so say we yeah. we sort of uh, we sort of happened on it. Uh, I, I think it's the sort of thing that I probably would have had the appetite to do for two episodes. Uh, but Luke, being very um, radio minded, uh, thought it was a good <laughs> idea to run it, and it has run and run. It is it is very much endured. It's become a staple. Uh, it's part weird of, how of the it's show. gone on for so long, and there are so mm. many different types of battery. Because I think if yeah. you did cars. For example, yeah. probably last maybe six months. <laughs> this has been going on for a year, like quite literally years. Yeah, and there's yeah. new battery brands coming out that we discover <laughs> right all the time. Anyway, yeah. who's, who's what's up first? We got one. God, Jesus! I never yawn during a podcast, but I just yawned slightly. Sorry, everyone. He Adam, he Adam's got in touch. Um, <laughs> Adam uh, Quincy's got in touch. Got any Minilab superpower alkalines in your long, long battery list, boys? Pulled from a metal detector. One of the many pointless lockdown purchases. All the best, Adam. Minilab superpower. M I N E Lab. Right. First of all, I love that he's called Adam Quincy. Yep. Second of all, I love that he bought a metal detector. And yes, third of all, too. I love that you found Minilab Superpower Alkalines because they are a new player. Beautiful. A Fantastic stuff. Thanks, Quincy. Mad. I've never heard of them before. Yeah. I'm trying to... It's annoying. I, I'm trying to find the episode of Quincy where he serves the World Cup. But annoyingly, uh, a left winger for the team SV uh, Robin Hood, who used to play for used to play for Birmingham, Cardiff, places like that. Um, Quincy Owusu Abey. Yeah, has ruined my Google well. search. Oh, okay. He used to play for Pompey as well, briefly. It's weird that happens Pompey. because that's, that happens a lot. I can't think of an example, but that happens a lot on Google now. Yeah, like, it's like, annoying. You're trying to find something and like something else with a similar name is so dominant, you can't find the wood for the trees. Anyway, <laughs> just, what's, just, what's just, next? Just for algorithmically, please just tell me. Like, Surely you know I'm probably not going to give a shit about some jobber for Portsmouth and Arsenal. I want to know the episode of Quincy where he saves the World Cup never mind right Jay Barnes thanks Jay uh, hi guys this is my first venture in the new player arena I'm a teacher and while walking through school the other day I found a battery on the floor not particularly strange the stuff bring uh, the stuff kids bring into school is often more unusual like uh, when I confiscated a wheelbarrow wheel off a boy in my form <laughs> I mean I would very much like to know what the hell was going on there yeah. anyway on closer inspection it was a battery I'd never seen before and and if Sterai Ifsterai Super Energy. See picture attached. I hope I haven't stumbled across one that's been sent in multiple times before at least. But a new player status would make my day. And for people who work so hard, such as teachers, Jay Barnes, I just hope, Josh, I just hope that we uh, manage to uh, manage to give you a new player. Yeah, and the picture of the battery, and then you can see it, Pete, in the running order there, mm. it looks really beaten up. It looks like it's one from the 70s that you found in an old man's allotment. 
Yeah, very good description. I would agree mm-hmm. with that. Um, I'm sad to say, um, Josh, that uh, the Istverai has been sent in by our friend Gary Walsh. Oh, on the second, second of November of last year, he found them in some fairy lights. <laughs> so that Sorry, maybe man, give you a clue sucks. as to where that battery came from, but it's not a new player. It's only the second time it's ever been sent in, so you haven't disgraced yourself there. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, sadly, not a new player. That really sucks. Sorry, everyone. Uh, hello to Andy Saunders. If the court will allow, I'd like to shoot for the stars with a buy one, get one free battery entry. Since purchase, my son's Kissy the Penguin has been powered by DMEGC batteries, now replaced with Kordak. Well, you're definitely not getting Kordak in there. No. Uh, but DMEGC batteries. I think that might be a new player. Sadly, it's not. It's, oh, been, sent in, <laughs> it's been sent in six times in total now. Ugh. The most recent time it was sent in was on Christmas Day, if you remember, yeah. uh, from Dermot, our friend in Melbourne, who um, who sent in three DMEGCs. Um, <laughs> they look like double A's to me, um, but the, yeah. anyway, listen, the, the salient facts are these. Uh, not a new player, been sent in six times before, but thank you very much anyway, Andy. I appreciate you getting in touch. It was worth a I'm try. I'm a double A daddy. I'm ready to look at some batteries. Yeah, exactly. As the song yeah. famously goes. Yeah. As, the, as the famous number one hit from 1984 True. goes. True that. Um, I'm a famous battery, or whatever you said. Um, <laughs> so that's the battery brands. One out of three, Pete. How do you feel about that? Can you reflect upon that as a result? Um, I, I think that's our, I think that's our mean average, I think. I think I think one out of three. And we are mean with the people who come in with old school batteries that we've seen before. Um, yeah, I, I think one out of three is pretty good. Uh, pr- pretty standard for us that nowadays, to be honest. I think I think we need we need to start raising our game a little bit. Going for the two out of threes, and I realise we're self-selecting these emails, but yeah. still. Well, I, I think that um, here's here's one for you. I, I think that actually, if we got to a stage where we genuinely felt we'd exhausted all the options, like we didn't have a new player for like months, yeah, I think we'd have to say, look, that's run its course, you know. <laughs> but we still get a new players all the time, and and so as long as that's happening, uh, you, you keep sending them, we'll keep doing them. We'll um, keep doing them. All right, let's do some emails. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com is also where you send your, your battery brands as well, of course. And we are at Luke and Pete Show on the social media. We mm. don't do an awful lot on social media. We do a little bit. Rory does a great job producing, and he finds a bit of time here and there. But yeah. we are an independent podcast company. We don't have that many staff. We just do what we can. But do check us out <laughs> over on the social media. Yeah. And the emails also go to hello at LukeandPeteShow.com. And our friend Andrew has sent in um, an email regarding uh, the Super Mario Brothers, Pete. He's emailing all the way from Massachusetts. Beautiful. He's Beautiful. A, he's a mass hole, <laughs> as they say. Yeah. Around that part of the world, you're either a mass hole or a Connecticut. <laughs> Andrew says, Hey there, gents. I was listening to the cerebral discussion of Daisy, Peach, and Mario. Rude. Um, I think he's being sarcastic there. <laughs> I noted how you mentioned Mario's teeth but you neglected to bring up his nipples. True. Apparently, they caused quite the stir a few years ago during the marketing rollout for the Switch title, Super Mario Odyssey. Do you remember that? I do remember that. I do remember that. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll give you my reaction at the end of the email, to be quite frank. Look, I'm fuming. Andrew says, as usual, the internet went to town, such as by giving our humble plumber a fluke of chest hair, gold chain, and arm taps. The more you know, cheers, Andrew. I don't get the last sentence. Um... I guess they, you mean? the internet just kind of photoshopped Mario into lots of different stuff. Yeah. My memory of Super Mario Odyssey is planned it with my lovely wife I have access to, where she was the hat and I was Mario, and we, we finished the game. We completed the game. 
It's a it's a great title. Can't not get enough of that one. Um, yeah, so why do people get vexed about the fact that he had a pair of swim shorts on and he just had a pair of nipples? It would look weird if he didn't have nipples, wouldn't it? Well, because we... Uh, I, I, and, and It annoys me because we literally talked about this. I'm sure we did on the show. And if we haven't, I'm sorry, there's massive dereliction of duty. This is right about Straza, right about Street, uh, having... Uh, Having old uh, Super Mario with 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 his nips out, yeah. About um, would have been two three years ago when that game came out. Uh, they for Nintendo for some reason just released a a couple of press shots with uh, Mario with his top off, and 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 they crafted these little like little sort of toddlers nipples, aren't they? They're sort of like neither use nor ornament really and uh <laughs> but what are they supposed to do they're like a video game character's nipple they well, just I need to serve a purpose, I've, said bef- I've said it before aren't like toddlers nipples weird and uh and and super mario's basically got flat no nippled nipples if you know what i mean it's like it's, it's been drawn on but i think what this is probably an example of where they experimented with a lot of different designs and it all just looked weird done. they will have done yeah oh that, that's another thing you know i spoke said i went to the uh went to the pub uh, with uh, a couple of my neighbours, the, the pub that they wanted to buy. Um, I was telling them about, you know, like um, uh, uh, women, women, you know, women, you know, uh, <laughs> elephants of a certain age, uh, a, a, a puberty, um, a female, uh, you know, of age, uh, female uh, elephants. They have boobs, and we've spoken about this before. You, yeah, but boobs, that's not a pub conversation for your neighbours, mate. Yeah, but the thing is, I told them about it. I got a picture of the elephant boobs and showed them it. Turns out um, Sarah told me that uh, I told that story on the first day I met them. (laughs) 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 I sound like a fucking elephant tit maniac. What what must they think of you? What what do you think they think of you? Oh, I'm sure they... Whatever they think, they're going to find out anyway, so it's fine, you know. Get it out early. I Get think the nips cause, cause I, I do think so. For me, if I live in the same neighbourhood as someone like you, I would like it because you're eccentric, you're interesting, you're a breath of fresh air. I think when, elephant, when you point, talk about elephant tits, it just it just takes a turn, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, to, up to a to point. Danger to my children. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's not right. Yeah. All right. Well, well, Andrew, thank you very much for bringing to our yeah. attention Super Mario's. Uh, do we just nipples. call him? Do I just call him Mario? Or what do I call him? Yeah, Mario. Mario's yeah. nipples. Mario's yeah. nipples. Yeah. Yeah. He looks good. Yeah. I think. All right. Do you <laughs> want to read? Another, do you want to read an email, uh, Pete? All right then, uh, Read James one from in London. James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, James in London. Infamous Aileen Wernos. Uh, don't think you guys have mentioned, but serial killer Aileen Wernos has uh, got to be up there as a famous Aileen. Charlie's Theron won an Oscar playing her, as well as the two Nick Broomfields documentaries, which are great. I appreciate she's probably more infamous than famous. I do remember that film. I don't really remember the story. I just remember Charlie's Theron uh, looking a bit worse for wear. That's all I can remember. Yeah, I think most a lot of people would be in the same boat as you on that front. Is Christina um, Ricci in it, I want to say? Uh, well, Christina Ricci's in Yellow Jackets, so she's excellent in it. Oh, God, you and your Yellow Jackets, honestly. It's a great show. So, <laughs> so I've got, I've got a few, there's a few things here. So, Eileen is spelt differently, so we have to understand, work out whether we're going to accept that as a famous right, Eileen. Okay. Yeah. Um, secondly, um, you know, she's basically a serial killer. Yeah. So, I'm not sure if that should count. Because she's got busted for six counts of murder, right? So does, should that count? Wasn't it? Wasn't her story that she uh, she was like doing it for justice or something? Didn't she? Didn't she? Wasn't it like it was, it was some moody stuff where people, the, the court of public opinion, sort of came on the side of her a little bit because of what she'd gone through, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So 
yeah, she was a serial killer, but I'm fairly certain there was something in there. I can't remember any of it, and I'm sure Luke's little fingers are typing away as we speak to try and <laughs> un- unpick the... Uh, unpick the well, listen, the... not even I can do six murders in <laughs> ten seconds on fucking <laughs> while you're talking away. <laughs> Look, I, all, all I know is that, yeah, all the stuff that James says is, is, is true. Right, okay. I've seen one. I've, I didn't know there were two, but I've definitely seen one of the Nick Broomfield documentaries where I think she's on death row when he's interviewing her. Okay. Um... I think she claims some kind of self-defense, but you're a bit right. like, mm, six times? A lot of them, were, not it? Yeah. Six separate people? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but I, the, the salient point is that we should work out whether we're going to accept her as a famous Eileen. One, because it's spelt differently. And two, I suppose, I suppose she is famous. People know who she is, so I guess she kind of counts. I think I think she counts. Eileen is a... Yeah, Eileen, Eileen is an Eileen. If it sounds like Eileen, then come on, Eileen, above the boat. So the, the, the Noah's Ark of Eileen's you're allowed in. And we're talking about this, of course, for those who don't remember, is because we found out the other week that Shania Twain's real name was Eileen Twain. Right. And we said she must be the only famous Eileen apart from... And then you said Eileen Drury, um, who you, I think, at the time thought was the head of the FA, but she wasn't. She was just a faith healer that Glenn Hoddle got in. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, I do get confused. So Eileen Wernos is the best shout so far. Any um, advances on that, greatly appreciated. All right, I think we've got time for probably one more email, Peter. Mm. Uh, uh, let's do. Do, do, do you want? Do you want? An, do you want an email, or do you want the uh, potted history of the Quincy Emmy episodes where he serves the uh, World Cup? Oh, I think I'll have that one. The latter. I think you'll have that. Do an okay, email, right, do an email anytime, can't we? Yeah, okay, right. When three people die as a result of botulism poisoning, Quincy, along with Dr. Janet Carlisle of the health department, try to find the link. They discover all three were at a huge outdoor stadium and realise it was the common denominator. The stadium's manager is hesitant to allow them to search due to the fact the stadium will be hosting the World Cup soccer final. It's a race against time to find the source of the toxin before the field becomes littered with casualties. So there you go. Look, botulism assaulting the World Cup. I, I do. I used to watch a lot of Quincy when what I was in year university. Was that, Pete? And they, that was whoa, 1980. It was called Deadly Arena. Fucking eighties were mad. It was fantastic. It really was. Absolutely mad. I mean, that hasn't stimulated as much conversation as I thought, so I reckon I can still still do an email as well. And I'm I'm going to do... I'm going to do another email from Neil from Red Beach, New Zealand. He's always getting in touch, but it's, yeah. to be honest, the quality of his contributions are very high, so good luck to him. He <laughs> says, all right, gents, following on from the Hells Angels Harley Davidson thing, that was when I talked about, I found out a while back where the, Harley, where the Hells Angels came from. Uh, you can go back and listen if you want. Mm. Uh, Neil says, this reminded me of uh, the impact of World War II running into the mid-80s in Liverpool. My dad worked for a newspaper there. Um, it was the Liverpool Daily Post and Echo and they made him redundant in the early 90s he was allowed a company car and pretty much could choose anything within a certain price range except he wasn't allowed to choose anything from Japan or Germany this was not this is so not to put money in their economies post World War 2 this changed in the late 80s and nearly everyone when they could got a new company car went for an Audi keep up the work uh, great work um, Neil <laughs> just keep up the work it's interesting that um that's the case because I, I seem to remember a story which could be apocryphal and people will tell me if it is that the reason that Alsatian dogs are called Alsatians is because immediately post-World War Two, no one would take a dog that was called a German Shepherd because they were from Alsace weren't they yeah but they were called German Shepherds before that right okay and no one would take them so that would be rebranded right yeah and I also oh, read yeah. something really interesting in the lead up to World War Two in Germany about the presence and influence of American car companies 
in Nazi Germany, continuing to trade, continuing to work yeah. under conditions imposed upon them by the Nazi government. And that yeah. was really fascinating as well. Mm. Um, but I had no idea that that existed. That's a really interesting insight from Neil, that basically they wouldn't be allowed to have a Japanese or a German company car yeah. right up until the 80s. I mean, that's, yeah. that's crazy. That's crazy. That is mad, isn't it? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. I've got a German Brilliant. car now. Bloody love it. Well done. Which one is it? It's an Audi. Bean. Is it a Beamer? Oh, no, dear. Um, before we uh, wrap up, and we are wrapping up pretty soon, aka now, um, we were talking about uh, Mario having nipples. Street Fighter Six has been announced. Uh, it's amazing that that game, since Street Fighter 1, which was a, a very limited game. I love 2. Street Fighter, 2 Turbo. Street Fighter 2 is the big one. Um uh, you know, it's been out since like the nineties, eighties. Uh, Street, they're only on six. <laughs> there yeah, it's so weird. many games in between. They're only on number six. Um, Street Fighter Six is announced, and the big story is uh, not nipple based, but uh, Ryu is wearing sandals. So for fighting, that's mad. For fighting, he's wearing uh, Ryu. He's got a beard and his sweaty body, and he is wearing sandals. I think he might have let himself go. I think he's been uh, on the internet for too long. What um, what platforms are these on? Oh, it'll be on everything, I'm sure. Your your PS your PS5 is probably going to make it to the arcade as well. You imagine? So yeah, he's he's always been. I think he's always been uh, barefoot, but now he's wearing now he's wearing sandals. He looks a bit like Jack Black. <laughs> right. Ryu. <laughs> fair. Okay. Fair. Yeah. I, I, was Street Fighter Two Turbo Pete just to sped up Street Fighter Two? Yeah, I don't know. To be, I, I, I'm fighting games are really not my forte, so I wouldn't like to dip a toe. But yes, I think it was sped up with few with a few more move sets, and maybe you could take a draw of M Bison or some bollocks. I don't know. I loved uh, Street Fighter Two Turbo. <laughs> it's fucking classic on the Super Nintendo. Uh, good luck to him. That's what I say. Good luck to him. All right. Fight. That's as much time as we've got today, um, but we will, of course, be back next week as usual for more of this. Hello at LukeandPeach dot com is the email address. Um, at Luke and Pete Show is the social media destination. Pete, I've long suspected on every podcast that as soon as you start the wrap-up chat, the listeners yeah. can tell. Um, so they've, a lot of them probably would have switched off by now. Yeah. Why don't you give them a little uh, little uh, Easter egg now um, before so for the people who've stuck around, they get rewarded. What do you mean? Like you sort of, if people turn, up halfway, turn off halfway through, give them, I, I've got nothing. I'm absolutely spent. I, you, what, you want been... something from my life? What I've been up to? What I'm doing? They've been justified in their decision, haven't they? <laughs> they have. <laughs> I stood in. I stood in a. Uh, I stood in a dog poo in a bag. Uh, I, it wasn't my bag of dog poo. Um, next to my car, I got out of my car, put my foot straight into a bag full of dog shit, um, which kind of burst and sort of squirted up in the air. It didn't hit my shoe, but I was like, "This is weird," because it was like a delayed reaction of the poo hitting my foot. It's just, just a bit there of There you go. The people Why who switched people off when that? they heard the outro, they fucking missed that and fuck they them. Bag, they bagged it up. They bagged it up and then just left it in the street. What's that about? Weirdos. Yeah. Absolute weirdos. That's worse than just leaving a turd there, in my opinion. Because <laughs> at least the turd's going to disintegrate, right? I saw a sign on um, on uh, Lee uh, Beach that basically said, uh, things you're not allowed to do. I took a picture of it. It's fa- like fascinating, uh, all the things you're not allowed to do. But it's, you know, the, your normal kind of like... Um, barbecues and uh, drinking and stuff like that but you know uh, defecating says that you're not allowed to defecate in a public place and it's got like a little don't do a shit sign in the uh, thing <laughs> it's always nice to get On a reminder sign, yeah. Yeah. always no. nice to get a reminder no spitting See, that's another example of all the stuff people who've switched off when they heard the start of the outro are going to miss out on. We are going to leave you now, though. We genuinely are going to go. We'll see you next week. Have a lovely weekend. Uh, we love you all, and we'll speak to you soon. Intoxicating substances. What about love? Are you allowed to fall in love on the beach? 
Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.